Father Steve told me a parishioner recently asked him to pray for his hearing. So Father Steve, happily obliged, extended his hands and prayed over him for several minutes. After Father Steve had finished praying, he asked the parishioner how his hearing was. The parishioner replied, I don't know, my hearing isn't until next week. The heart of today's scriptures readings is all about hearing, really listening, attuning our ears to the voice of God, being receptive to that small, quiet voice that speaks to us in the very depths of our being. And once we recognize God's voice, we must give a response. By our words, yes. By our actions, certainly with our entire bodies and by our very lives? That is the central question God asks each of us today. In the first reading, young Samuel is confused at the calling of his name. He has yet to encounter God in any concrete way that he should realize who is speaking to him. It's interesting that Eli, the wise and learned priest, was not addressed by God. Is it possible that Eli, in his later years, was no longer open to hearing God's voice? Scripture doesn't tell us, but it's certainly worth pondering. But Eli does realize who is calling the young Samuel and gives him the best device for Samuel to follow and the best device for all of us to follow when we realize God is calling to us. Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. God called Samuel to be a prophet, and a great prophet he did become. God calls each of us to greatness as well. He calls some to be great husbands and fathers, and great wives and mothers, in the sacrament of marriage, and if God wills it, raising the gift of children in the faith. He calls others to greatness as consecrated brothers and sisters who pray for the sanctification of the world. And he calls to greatness some to be single, to be powerful witnesses to the love of God, and to evangelize the world in ways married people cannot. And he calls others to ministerial priesthood, to serve God's people, bringing Christ to others and others to Christ for the salvation of souls. All worthy vocations that can lead to greatness for the glory of God and the building up of God's kingdom. Whatever our calling may be, a free, complete, and total response is required. Not a half-hearted okay, not an indecisive we'll see, but an all-in or I-fold response, if, may, if I may use a gambling analogy. These gambling analogies keep coming up. The calling of Samuel happens at the temple, the holy dwelling place of God a sacred space where the divine and human lovingly embrace, a holy place where prayer and communion with God is transcended. At our baptism, we receive God as the perfect divine gift who then humbly dwells within us, and we become the temple of the Holy Spirit, a sacred space where the divine and human lovingly embrace. St. Paul reminds us, do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God, and that you are not your own? For you have been brought, bought for a price. 
Therefore, glorify God in your body. Our bodies are not our own. They have been purchased at a price. What is that price? The shedding of our Savior's blood poured out for you and for me for the salvation of the world. In today's world, it's countercultural for someone to say, my body is not my own. Many people pride themselves to say, it's my body. I'll do with it whatever I please. And we know how that statement and kind of mindset plays itself out today. Harmful alcohol and drug abuse, unchastity outside of marriage and within it, abortion and in other ways as well. What does Jesus say about his body? His entire life provides us with the answer which culminates at Calvary on the cross. He says in word and deed, this is my body which is given up for you. Jesus affirms that it is his body, but he doesn't stop there. He goes on to say, given up for you. Given up for all of us. Jesus gives his body up, his entire life, in a pure act of not only divine love, but in a pure act of human love. Human love that you and I can model to each other. Can those who are married say lovingly to their spouses or children, this is my body given up for you? Can we say to those at our places of work or in our communities, this is my body given up for you? as a sign of selfless love, self-donated love, self-sacrificial love for the good and well-being of others. This is our call, to be conformed to Christ in love and to be transformed by Christ with love. God calls to each of us by name, whether we are at the age of the young Samuel or in our twilight years. Let you and I be ready to say, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening.